All right, let's go. Right now, I'm on the way to go and get some coffee because I'm out. I know this isn't the most interesting podcast material, but I'm just telling you where we're at. All right. The Chuck Dever Podcast. My little trail. I got these things flying around. It's not my. It's not my car. It's my wife's car. I'm just using it for a moment. So here we go. I just wanted to sound off on a few things regarding the election. The election has lots of flaws in it, as we've all seen. If we've been paying any attention whatsoever, if you haven't been paying attention, then obviously you're a Biden fan. And you're happy with the way things have worked out. For other people, like me, I'm not too pleased with the verdict. But more than that, the data anomalies alone are worth investigating. And it seems like everyone's in a constant push to just get it done. This is a flaw and not correct. I mean, obviously, if you have this kind of anomalies happening on a regular basis then you should want to investigate it, even if you did win. You know, it's like find out why these numbers lined up the way they did and why at certain points in the night it was a flat line for data drops and with one or two data drops you get 100,000 vote swings. It's insane. I mean, it's not... It didn't seem correct and it doesn't seem real. It's definitely not an organic change. Here, I gotta change this. All right, so. As we go, I, uh, I just wanted to go and sound off on that. Rand Paul made a tweet that was pretty eye-opening. I'd suggest anyone who's listening to go and check that out. Just check uh, Rand Paul's timeline on today, that would be the November 30th, to see what that leads to, because it's actually quite an interesting thread to read. The data is all there. The breakdown of the timeline is there. There were four data drops that seem the most anomalous, and so I think those are the ones where people should focus. Aside from that, I've read the fact, uh, a supposed fact, I can't verify this, but the Dominion software, which was tied to Smartmatic, which is tied to Venezuela, whether or not by design or not, was connected to the internet all day November 4th. Now, if that's true, that's beyond stupidity. That is so far over the line that 
The reason that you're not supposed to connect it is because you don't want to have foreign interference. There obviously will be attempts at foreign interference. Other entities have always, since as far back as time, really, since people have had elections, other entities have tried to push to interfere in them. Russia, yes, sure, they did. They interfered in the 2016 election, as well as all the elections before that. I mean, it's been traced back to the 30s that they've been doing things. So that's not really a shock that they tried to do interference because they want to go and throw the chaos into the process. Because their motivation is to undermine our election integrity, which the Democrats went and ran with for four years. Now, here we are. They're claiming that the elections were completely fair, that there was no chance, and it was the most secure election in the history of our country. Now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't go from one four-year period where that you're going to tell me for four years that the last election didn't count because the Russians bought $100,000 worth of Facebook ads. Okay? You're going to tell me that that was totally null and void because of that. Not to say that there was any kind of discrepancy with the vote itself. That's not, that wasn't the issue. It was the vote, it was the uh, Facebook ads. Facebook, yeah, that's the one. But now we've got actual software that goes back to Venezuela, the bones of it anyway, and it was connected to the internet the entire time. Now, in the last election, as far as I know, I could be wrong about this, but as far as I know, it wasn't connected to the internet, and I, I, there was no possible way for it to be hacked in the sense that they were saying it was. I think this, this deserves at least the recognition to go into an investigation, something similar to what the last four years were like, because they did an investigation. They spent over $40 million. I've heard estimates up to $50 million. So what is it, man? Are we going to go and just be total partisan hacks here, or are we going to go and actually investigate this? I've always thought that Donald Trump should have immediately, upon being elected, gone through all this on his own. Like, I mean, he's the head of the executive branch, man. That's his department. That is his job. But apparently, he's not, he didn't do it. I mean, he just didn't follow through there. That's not a dig. It's just a fact. I mean, I love the guy, right? Trump, in my opinion, is one of the great presidents of our time. Easily. Hands down. The guy did a fantastic job. There was parts where it wasn't as good, but it was across the board... It was a net positive for this country, which we necessarily needed, because we were in a downward spiral with the last administration, which we'll pick right back up from with a new, new administration that's the old administration, where it was nothing but corruption and slow-moving nothing. I mean, they didn't do anything. Well, the things they did do were horrible. And unfortunately, there is no metric that I can find that we did po more positively under Barack Obama and Joe Biden than we do under Donald Trump. Donald Trump, hands down, man, the guy's got all the metrics covered. 
coronavirus, it's a monkey wrench, man. It was thrown into the mix, and unfortunately, that legacy might have led a lot of people to make foolish choices. Because, and the personality is not in line with what everybody else always likes. They want to have somebody they like. I get that. But that's not, that should not be... I, I like him, personally. But I can, I can see how some people might not. Because he is a little gruff, let's say. Okay, well, today Arizona apparently certified its vote while there's still investigations going on. And I mean, things, funny things abound here. I don't know if Georgia certified. I know that they were ordered. <laughs> this is a funny one. They were ordered first to hold the machines, the Dominion machines, which is the software that this, these voting machines use. We'll call them Dominion machines. They were originally slated to be erased, okay, as normal course of an election would have. Now, a judge ordered within the last week to halt that and to keep the machines aside. Then, the same day, orders it, no, you can wipe the machines. And apparently today, another judge, or he, I don't know if it was the same judge, ordered, no, we're not going to wipe the machines. Okay, good. That's good. At least you can look at the code. See, but honestly, if it was connected to the internet, there's always the potential that someone was able to get into the system, or even if they had physical access to the system within this time period. We're not talking about something that's going to be static the entire time. Maybe there's a way to go and recreate that. I don't know. I'm not an expert electronic forensics guy. But I can say that checking these machines at least, at the very least, would be worthwhile. I mean, just to get some kind of uh, security to it. Who's going to investigate? That's a good question. Who's, who's not partisan at this point? And who's not anti-Trump? Are you going to find a guy in the software industry who's just going to be above board and be a completely honest and... Uh, it seems to me that most tech people are in the, in the tank for Biden. They just are. Look at Silicon Valley. How many people over there are voting Trump? Who are all Trump all the time? I don't think too many. They just don't understand him and they don't really want to. They think he's a clod, just like they think the rest of America is a clod. They think we're all just a collection of idiots. <laughs> it's like we're too stupid to have be trusted to make a proper vote, a proper vote. Anyway, I just thought I'd get this off my chest. It's one of the things that's uh, going on in the news right now. And it kind of bugs me, i got to say. So today, November 30th, 2020, we're closing in on the final day of certification for the election. I just wanted to let everyone know where, where it stands and what's going on. I hope you all have a great day. I hope you like this podcast. I hope you download it, share it, subscribe to it, like it, and all the other things you can do with it. All right. Well, thank you. I have to go. Take care.
Okay, let's go. I'm driving home now after having stopped off at the store. I just got a few items. And I was thinking about what can I talk about for 10 more minutes, maybe even less. And I thought about the lockdown, which seems to be on everyone's mind, including mine, all the time. The reminders are constant. That's the problem. There's no way to escape it. And I think that's the reason why I kind of focus on it. Maybe a little too much. Maybe I'm part of the problem in that way. I don't know. But when I see people driving around with masks on, I see people everywhere with masks on constantly, it just makes me question the efficacy of the masks itself. I am shocked by some of the data that's come out, some of it not. I've seen varying reports of the different types of masks and which ones work compared to which ones don't work as well, or maybe don't do anything, or maybe even harm people more. Let's go through that for just a second. Having read quite a bit, I can't cite the sources here right now. That, I'm going to just, so I'm just gonna have to go off of memory. I'm not at my computer. I can't source everything. And I really don't want to, to be honest. I've looked into this enough to where I've got a fairly decent handle on most of the data that's out there. And I just wanna clarify a few points. N95 masks are probably the most effective and best bet to stop this virus, okay? I think that if you're going to wear masks, you're gonna mandate mask wearing, I think what you need to do is mandate N95 masks specifically. If you don't, then you're just weakening your own proposition, scientifically speaking. Because if the mask that you know works the best isn't the one you're mandating, then you're weakening everything else down the line. I mean, it's a chain of events here. And unfortunately, it seems like we've defaulted to like some of the weakest ones. Okay? Now, one of the masks that's most popular because it's convenient, cheap, and disposable are the blue style masks used mostly in medical procedure types. Okay? Like for doctors. When you see somebody in a hospital Okay, they don't always have N95 masks because they don't really need that. What they do use is those, the blue, generally blue, and they're used to stop foreign matter from getting on the doctor, obviously, who are having surgeries, having intimate, not fairly intimate contact with you, You're, they're in the same room for periods of time, so they have those masks. Now, I've read that the rate of transmission is reduced, of COVID specifically, is reduced to some degree. It could be up to 60%, 70%, maybe even as high as 80%, but I, I don't think so. I mean, that it's, that's the high end. So if you want to believe the high end, that's, that's what I've read. 
but 60% seems to be a, a number that's bandied about fairly frequently. So let's consider that, 60%. Okay, so this is the one that most people are working with. So if it is 60%, then that means for 40%, it's not working. So if it works at all, because it's a highly transmissible disease. It's much more so than the flu <coughs> and, the cold, and the common cold. And it transmits quickly and it's more deadly than the flu at certain, to certain victim groups, okay? Now, the other types of masks are just cloth masks. Cloth, okay, so it's like netting almost which you cough right through. Now these, I've read, have about a 10 to 30% efficacy rate of stopping transmission. I don't know where these numbers are coming from. I mean, they could be just pulled out of thin, thin air, made up, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I can tell you that I don't see how a virus of such small size wouldn't just fly right through these face masks like cloth. But wait, there's more. The neck gaiter, which a lot of people like to wear because it makes you look cool, right? It makes you look like a cowboy if you have that type of handkerchief. Or you can look like some sort of a new age, uh, <laughs> a ninja warrior or something. I don't know. But those are actually shown to have some not only don't they work, they're actually a negative in the sense that when you sneeze with a neck gaiter, since it's a loose fitting, the cloth expands out, aerosolizing the particulate matter, the, the saliva and liquids <clears throat> into the air, spewing it further than it would have gone if you hadn't worn anything at all. Okay, so that's your prelude to what's to come. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, I, lo I, I love to bring in Dr. Fauci. He's got such a name, doesn't he? He really sounds like the mad scientist, but he's really just a camera hog. The guy loves to be on TV. He loves to tell people what he thinks you should do. He's made that clear. I mean, he said it himself. So anyway, Dr. Fauci came out originally in his first interviews that I saw regarding COVID saying, well, doctors need the masks. They need them. You don't need them. Regular people don't need them. It's a waste of your time and actually not knowing how to use it is more harmful, so don't use them. Okay, fast forward a few weeks and he's mandating we wear them. Okay, well, so much for the science. I mean, isn't science pretty predictive? Science doesn't change over two or three weeks. Well, it turns out, <clears throat> according to Dr. Fauci, he lied to us. He told us the reason he lied the first time about not wearing masks was because he was afraid the medical community wouldn't get masks. They wouldn't have access to them because everyone would panic by all the masks up and just hoard them, much in the way that the toilet paper ended up being hoarded. 
which was a shock to everyone, including myself. Never saw that coming. So, the hoarded face mask idea was on the table, and okay, now I'm being serious. Now believe me, okay? I don't do that, okay? If you're a scientist and you're telling me something, and then I find out you're lying about it, well, now you've just blown all your credibility with me. I'm not playing your game, okay? Even if it was for the best intention, which I don't even doubt it was, if he was lying, which, how am I supposed to know that he's not lying now? And he wasn't lying then. Once you make a contrary position like that, you're a liar. That's all you are. You're a total liar. So why in the heck would I go and just listen to you about anything? Okay. Then he comes out saying that we have to wear them all the time and even when we're around our families, like just hanging around. No big gatherings, no gatherings of more than 10 people. Why? Because it's an arbitrary number that Fauci decides is a great number to stop people from going beyond. I couldn't tell you why. The science doesn't know why. Because it's not scientific. Anyway, we continue on. He says that. He says, freedom from Americans is a good thing historically, but now we just have to do what we're told and follow what he says. Not the science anymore. Just do what you're told. Okay? There's a difference there. Completely different. Well, we're getting a little dark, aren't we? Anyway. So, now apparently... He's saying that we can, the kids should go to school after having said the entire time that it's dangerous to suggest kids should go to school. Now, all of a sudden, we have an election. And now Fauci is on this team of opening up everything and doing everything. It's all safe now. It's changed because we had an election. His guy is in now. So we're going to stop this. Now we're going to follow the science. It's amazing how the science changed as soon as the politics did. So, I guess I'll have to leave off there because I really don't know where else to go. It's just, science is not politics. Politics is not science. But, the politicians make everything politics, including science. And if people, more people would recognize that, then I think we'd be in a better place. Because you've got a lot of scared and panicked people who are afraid of this disease, which has a very low rate of mortality, which is worth saying. It's not dangerous to say. It's a good thing to say because it's true. There are people who have died, and that's a shame. It's terrible when anyone dies, but... To go on the way we have, sacrificing the way we've sacrificed, and to have no end in sight, and these people are telling us, Fauci included, his one of his more recent predictions was, even after the vaccine is available, we will still continue to wear the masks. Now these vaccines, all said and done, from what everyone is reporting, have a 95% efficacy. That's 95% of the time they work. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. 
I can tell you that there's three companies at least saying it's above 90%. So at that point, if people are just still going to wear the masks, why get the shot? Why? Why would I do that? I'm just, personally, I only wear the mask if I go to church and if I go to a store where there's elderly people around. Otherwise, I live my life as I always have. If I catch this, which I very well could, I could die. There's no doubt about that. I'm not in denial of that. I don't deny the science. I don't deny the possibility. I do deny that the possibility is as high as a lot of people are trying to make it out to be. And a lot of people are trying to grab power through this and just manifest it in malevolent and evil ways. Transferring of wealth, it's obvious. This is all part of it. Was it by design? I don't know. I'd like to think not, but knowing human nature, it's definitely not outside the realm of possibilities. So take that as you will. That's it for today. I think the podcast is ended. Go in peace. (laughs) God bless you all.